downright un-American. No patriot. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. It's all about the money. Anti-American. They want the money. It doesn't have anything to do with patriotism. Anti-American. Patriotism. Anti-American. They were like death. And un-American. 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 Treasonous. Yeah, just why not? It doesn't have anything to do with patriotism. Anti-American. They want the money. I'll tell you something. Anti-American. Un-American. I mean, they certainly didn't seem to love our country very much. Right, un-American. Welcome back to another episode of Un-American, the show about traitors, turncoats, and treasonous, where no fraud or grifter is safe. I am Brandon, and I am joined again by Franklin and Jim. How are you doing today, Frank? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Good. Jim, how about yourself? Good. I know we like to talk about bad guys a lot, and that can get kind of uh, annoying and taxing, right? Let me give you a, a positive moment of, of my week. I know I use my family a lot so far in the show, um, but my uh, so my oldest son uh, tur- turns uh, four on turned four on uh, February thirteenth. My youngest turns three on March sixth. Um, so we've got a birthday party, uh, like now, right? And grandma came through today and surprised me actually. And surprised Stacy with the exact bed that we were going to get, uh, for Philip for his birthday. So that's awesome because that saved me on having to find that and finance it. And, uh, and so like, that's great. I'm, I'm very pleased about that. Nice. Um, who wants to go next? Uh, I'll take it. I'm just getting my uh, happiest thing this week is that we finally got some bit of snow in a oh, yeah. of time. Like I'm not a fan of it being cold, but if it's gonna be cold, at least give me like blanket us with snow every once in a while. Fair enough. Although it doesn't need to be this fucking cold. Yeah, that there's it's being excessive. I I just love the fact that like kids in my family and stuff are getting snow days, yeah. and I'm happy for them. Yeah, so I'm like that's awesome. I love being able to wake a child up and be like. You don't have to go to school today, so turn back over and go back to bed. <laughs> right. The only, the only thing that sucks about it is that there's not enough for like a snowman or a snowball fight. Yeah, um, I know. Barely even go sledding in this. True. I'm, I'm hoping. I I've heard that we're gonna get more, and I still don't think it's gonna accumulate to anything. But fingers crossed. I kind of want not, because Modot didn't do a great job. They did not. Morning. Holy like, holy hell! Crap, did they not? They did a bad it, job. it stopped snowing. <laughs> it was noticeable. It stopped yeah. snowing in St. Charles County around 9 p.m. Yeah, the roads were still. Not super clear. I almost texted both of you guys on your way over here to tell you that, like, my neighborhood was still shitty this evening. Like, I went to the store or to the gas station around 5 p.m., and there were some streets in my neighborhood that were okay, but my street specifically was, like, completely covered still. And it's, like, fucking 13 degrees outside. So at at a point, it's just ice. We've (laughs) known this was coming for, like, four days. We've been told, like, And it quit at 9 p.m. What were they doing? Yeah. Come on, guys. All right, Jim, what's your uh, happy moment, your positive moment for this week? Cardinals baseball. Went out, got Nolan Arenado, and uh, that's a that's a huge deal. Haven't had an all-star third baseman since Scotty Rowland. Um, what is baseball? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Cardinals season actually looks promising 
for the first time in a long time. Um, who else is back? But, who else has got a contract? Uh, Molina? Or yeah, Yachty. And Wayno. Weirdest damn thing. There's a billboard on 44 that says, like, he's back. Or Yachty. Yeah, it just says he's back with his picture. And I'm like, what are you? Why are you advertising that? Where did why you go? Is, why do you feel the need to add? Like, you already spent money to sign the guy. Why are you advertising it to people? Like, yeah. we don't have Facebook. or They're holding know. out hope that there's going to be a healthy amount of tickets available. Or that they'll be able, people will be able to go into a stadium. Well, yeah. because it's outdoors and they're following the NFL's yeah. uh, model that they had, a lot of NFL teams, not all of them, but a lot of NFL teams had, like, one-third stadium capacity. Right. And – well, and they just did. I mean, we're post Super Bowl this year. Now they didn't have. They got through their entire season without canceling a game. So right. they did something right. Let me tell you what's about to happen. You're about to get mad, and like not normal mad. Like I have a feeling you guys are gonna get frustrated considerably more. You're not that far away from us. We can throw things at you. I know, and <laughs> I have I have uh, considered the possibility that that might happen on this episode. It's weird too, because for this topic was not the topic that I planned on doing whatsoever. It just kind of accidentally happened as I found myself in a rabbit hole um, while I was while I was pulling stuff for this. Rabbit hole being a term that we're probably going to get used to on this episode. Um, I guess I'll give you... I'll give you I've, <laughs> so just behind the scenes uh, info for the audience. Typically when we set these up, you guys walk in um, and there is usually like a little printout in front of you with some information so that you, so that you, we can all kind of be on, like, see the same shit as we're going through the episode, right? I've purposely told you not to open your folders yet. Um, because I, because I want you to feel the same way that I felt when I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to do this damn episode. Um, so let me give you a little clue with this uh, Freudian slip here. These are interesting things to look at. And so I wanted to talk to you about them. I'm not presenting them that they're fact, but I am presenting them that I'm hoping they're facts. Oh. That, I'm, that I'm hoping they're facts? That I'm hoping they're facts. Marjorie Taylor Greene. God damn you. God damn I me. I fucking hate you. I know, right? I hate me I hate, too. I hate her more. There there was a lot of loathing for for her and uh. for, for there was a lot of self-loathing uh that went into this episode because like I mean anybody who clicks play on a Marjorie Taylor Greene video has a lot of self-loathing. Yeah, like it it was bad. And in fact, uh my wife can attest Stacy as she was uh walking up to bed uh, one night this week, heard me just like, motherfucker, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this, uh, so, yeah, we're going to get into Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, what I will say is that, like, I know that there are other uh, news networks, there are other podcasts that probably will cover her more in depth for the for the sake of our uh, for our the sake of our conversation. Um we're just going to determine whether she is un-American or not. I don't think we're going to have to talk very long to figure that out. Um, but uh, but Marjorie Taylor Greene is is very much in the news now. Um, and because I because I ended up stuck on her last night, that's that that's what's gonna that's what we're gonna do now. You got 
taken down a YouTube rabbit hole of Marjorie Taylor Greene, a lot like she got taken down a YouTube rabbit hole of Q. Yeah. Um, I hope this ends better than. Yeah. Although I know she's in Congress, you know? she is in Congress. So if we end this episode in Congress, like we did something. Apparently right. the bar is real low. So. Yeah. Um, so for people who don't know uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a freshman congresswoman uh, for uh, from Georgia. I believe the second district, uh, or maybe, I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm not looking at my pamphlet right now. Um, But she is a congresswoman in Georgia. She ran unopposed. She actually, she did have an opponent initially who dropped out. Um, and uh, did he, did he that's not the only out? way that we got her as a congresswoman is because she ran on a post. Well, and I believe the guy who yeah. ran against her did he not drop out because of some like scandal he had cheated on his wife? I don't know or something. Uh, so I I believe was the story. I, I don't know. I didn't actually look into why he dropped out of the race because the majority of what we're going to talk about is her is her campaign which was mostly unopposed at least in 2020 when she was running like he dropped out in the summer i believe early summer um and uh so we're going to focus mostly just on her antics and why she's in the news right now um and why she has become such a polarizing character um she i don't know if that's the story i have read things since that like he was texting his wife about how um she is like cozied up with like nationalists and like uh i don't know if he i don't know if he called them like gangsters or like whatever but he basically described the proud boys um he was and or he may have described it in the text as right-wing extremists he and and then had said to his wife like and i'm the guy who's supposed to go up against her i'm like at least what I've seen from that, it makes it seem like he is kind of nervous about running against her because of the crowd that she keeps. Um, well, yeah, and I believe it was going to be a long shot anyway because she sa- she represents a deeply red district, very right. pro-Trump. Like, yeah. yeah, I would say to your earlier point, Jim, that, like, yes, her running unopposed is how we got her, but also having a heavily gerrymandered district helps. Um, yeah, because, always. Because she, I mean... if when she was going through campaigns like the speeches and the stops and whatever like the audience was eating the shit up now granted anybody that's at a political rally is there for that candidate unless they're there to protest that candidate not Um, a lot of people walk into a political (laughs) rally being like i just want to hear what they have to say kind of undecided who is this um so let me hit you with one of her early ads in the 2020 campaign before we get into why she's such an interesting character. Democrats fight for their socialist agenda every single day. I'll fight even harder to stop them. I'm Marjorie Green, Republican for Congress. Save America, stop socialism. Why does that sound like a Lee Dungarees commercial? Well, she actually, like, in, in that <laughs> she, did, com- she stole that music from uh, <laughs> In that Dickies, commercial, yeah. she's, like, shooting a gun and shit. Like, that explosion was her shooting a gun. Uh, I mean, I'm, you know. Uh, Took a page out of Greitens' book. It, it, bringing out the uh, the favorite of every right-wing, the boogeyman of socialism. Socialism. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have a feeling that's going to be a running theme on the show. Uh, is the amount of times we're going to hear someone labeled a socialist? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Marjorie Taylor Greene is uh, is in the news now because of now she she won and we'll go through the campaign. But one of the big things that um, has gotten her 
has made her so polarizing is that not only did she uh, buy into the QAnon conspiracies, but she heavily perpetuated it throughout the campaign. I'm, like, I'm curious know. where she really came from, like how she got into the, the money to be able to start running for office. I, I would be interested to... I want to know her background, because I don't know anything about her background. Yeah, she... Uh, I know she she was a, a businesswoman. Um, she like she owns a construction company, or her and her husband own a construction company in Georgia. Okay. Yeah. Um, so like there is money for there. Our, for our local listeners. That'd be like if the McBride family got into politics, right? Uh, yeah, it, obviously that's going to be someone who like knows local politicians because of zoning issues. They like know oh, yeah. ordinance, yeah. right? They get you in the foot of like, oh, I can do this. This isn't that hard. This is a nice scam. Well, and it gets people uh, that are already in those places. Uh, you know, the people that would come to you and be like, "We think you're a good candidate to like." Right. You would have that connection where somebody would reach out to you. You wouldn't necessarily have to be the one, especially conservatives who have a, a, a problem with women being represented. Like, hey, well, here's. Well, She's a Daisy Duke style candidate. Yes, one hundred percent. Very Georgian. She's like yes, the, the female Frank Underwood. She, if Sarah Palin was from fucking Georgia, right? right? Yeah, it's a pretty. Like, good, it's actually a pretty fair comparison. Yeah. So this blonde hair. So this next clip is actually um, kind of a mashup of her beliefs in Q. We we may uh, we may stop along the way here a few times, um, but so. Vice put out a piece that basically took a a montage of her because like I said, she didn't just buy into the QAnon shit. She perpetuated it. She went on talk shows and and she uh hosted like webcam not seminars, but like she did videos. She this is what happened. If she was, I wish she was a boomer so that I could say that this is what happened. You mean like when she boomers vlogged, she vlogged this stuff? Basically, yeah. yes. And went on like shitty uh, vlog shows. Like, okay. I think she showed up on Q pod or Q related adjacent podcasts yes. and stuff. She was very vocal oh, about yeah. when, when she was running. Yeah. She, she definitely was. And she has some uh, interesting, uh, if they're. I think it would be easier to count the amount of conspiracy she doesn't believe than the ones that she does. Hey everyone, this is Marjorie Green. I am excited to talk to you guys today. I want to go through the entire story of everything that's been going on. Have you guys been following 4chan, Q, any of that stuff? Anybody? It's a story that if you were actually to write this in a book... Um, honestly, I probably would quit reading the book because it's so unbelievable. It's an anonymous person. (laughs) All right. So, um, Q is a patriot. We know that for sure. It's not just Democrat and Republican left and right. You can dive down in that civil war into deeper levels. There's a lot of that. Like, there's a lot of just saying shit that doesn't mean. I wish schools taught uh, discernment as a class, how to be able to tell bullshit. It's something that a lot of people lack. More more than proving that this woman is un-American, I believe that this episode will prove what happens when your worldview comes from fucking Facebook memes. Like, 100%. First of all, no one should ever say the phrase, have you been keeping up with 4chan, unless you are a 14-year-old who are talking about, like, creepypasta memes or something. Like, that's the only reason you need to keep up with 4chan. Yeah. Yep. 
and no one else. <laughs> but the but it is an important idea because for it, it's important for argument's sake because she is running for elected office. So now because she's got a platform where she, where people are watching her just because she might be the representative of my state, she's telling she's like getting people to seek out 4chan. And now we have this snowball of well, how do people get into these theories in the first place? Well, here's one avenue where you have a woman who is running for Congress telling you, go to 4chan, look up Q, and like, and then we know that it becomes a very fucking dark rabbit hole uh, after, after you've made it there. Basically, the deep state is fighting back against President Trump, his loyal, the loyal people in his administration— and the American people, okay? I mean, is it going to be true that the child pedophilia in the elites in the Washington, D.C., is that what we're really going to see come out? Is it true? Is the type of corruption we're going to see come out, is it going to be satanic worship that possibly all these people are involved in? There's possible satanic worship, and maybe that all these scary things that that people talk about on what's considered conspiracy th- conspiracy sites and conspiracy theories really may be true um but that's that's what q has been telling everyone i, have, I, I heard two words in there repeated a couple times that are big indicators that this is all bullshit possible and maybe yeah. oh yeah she on everything possible she, and if maybe you ha- was every other word if you have to couch yeah. everything you say it well maybe this will happen possibly this is happening well then you don't know yeah. Possibly you're a bitch. Like maybe we'll never know. <laughs> I think it's. I think we can confirm it at this point. Um, we will definitely be able to later on. Um, so, but she talks about the the satanic, um, and the satanic rituals or whatever, and and pedophilia and whatever. And what that indicates is that uh, one, she is bought into the Pizzagate shit that has already been widely disproven at the at the time that she's posting this video in 2017 couple of years uh, yeah before yeah. um and uh, so it's like she's behind the times and just now reading all of it oh yeah like, well yeah, and i think good. she yep. probably believed it at the time circa 2 2016 2017 when it all happened maybe so she doesn't really uh bust onto the scene i don't in, think she yeah like in fact really the majority of the stuff that one of the reasons that and this there some of these bites may come for somebody who knows, uh, or or some other podcast who may be doing a, a more uh, in depth episode on Marjorie Taylor Greene or whatever, you some of these clips may come out of order. And the reason why for me is because now we're talking about all of this stuff because it came up after she got into Congress. She she won in twenty twenty. She takes her seat in congress in in january of 2021 and then all of these videos come out and and like it's been it's all been scrubbed now by the time that i'm pulling stuff everything's been scrubbed so it's like you're you're finding shit where like oh this was what she said in 2017 this is the post date whatever so let me just like put that up front that like some of these may be out of order um but i know the order that i'm telling this story because i know like at least for what we're trying to do here uh, the, the argument's the same whether these are totally in order or not um but so pizzagate is 
is I don't know if she believed in it in 2017 or when she if she showed up to the party late. When she starts talking about satanic rituals, one thing that I think it's important to point out um, is that she's talking about uh, frazzled drip, right? Like the th- which is QAnon. It's the dumbest name it's for the dumbest fucking name. Um, it also might be my least favorite like conspiracy in terms of just how I don't know how people buy into it. Right. So let me explain what Frazzle Drip is. Green has ex- this is from an article uh, from Insider.com. Uh, Green has expressed belief in the existence of Frazzle Drip, a fictitious video that conspiracy theorists claim shows Hillary Clinton and aide Uma Abedin sexually assault a child before slicing off her face and wearing it as a mask. The vulgar conspiracy theories. You, I mean, we can just stop right there because that is how I know it's bullshit. Because they're taking a plot point from Silence of the Lambs. Yep. Oh yeah. No. Oh, this I, is this is all repackaged. It's the the satanic panic from the eighties. Silence of the Lambs from nineteen ninety one. Yeah. These people have been in a coma since fucking Kurt Cobain died and just woke up and and just recycle <laughs> the same shit. QAnon's insane because it took all of the cults that already existed, like the satan, like the satanic fear. The the New World Order shit. Like, and it, it put everything all in the same pie. Like, this is all the same thing. Everything's connected. And so it's fucked. I think there's a, a saying about not putting all of your conspiracy eggs in one basket. <laughs> yeah, right? We'll see what happens with that. So uh, the vulgar conspiracy theory has spread on YouTube in 2018 uh, as the Washington Post re- report. I'm sorry. It was spread on uh YouTube in 2018. YouTube videos claiming that Frazzledrip existed were viewed millions of times that year. Um, Frazzledrip folklore remains popular in the QAnon community. Green made a fa- made Facebook comments about Frazzledrip, which were recently reported by the left-leaning nonprofit Media Matters. Um, Green posted a picture of the mother of a slain New York police o- police department detective. Um, mo- Motisis Familia and uh, commenter said that Familia had watched the horrific videos um, or watched a horrific video allegedly seized the laptop from a disgraced former congressman Anthony Weiner Aberdeen's ex-husband the commenter said that the video showed Aberdeen and Clinton filleting a child's face according to screenshots obtained by Media Matters um, Green liked the comments and replied yes Familia in a subsequent, co- I'm sorry. In a subsequent comment, she said, "Most people honestly don't know much. The mainstream media disinformation warfare has won for far too long." Um, so, just to to give you a little idea of what, when she's talking about these the satanic rituals and uh, and whatnot, and and she'll go on in a second to talk about the Clintons. Um, this is what she is talking about. This this YouTube video. Allegedly, every fucking QAnon so when video I think is what's a funny, video of somebody's computer. Like it's it's a fucking cell phone video, it's a cell phone recording somebody else's screen. Yeah, and being well, like, with, look, with this frazzle, is what they don't want you to see. Fuck because off. I remember when Anthony Weiner, like, there was a whole thing about like they need to get his email because it's gonna. It mm-hmm. played in the QAnon conspiracy a couple years ago. Yeah. I remember when that all came up that summer, but like. No one ever got to see the video, right? There were just like web. Yeah, millions of views were getting hit on websites on YouTube claiming that the video existed. Yep, they weren't claiming to show you the video, right? Or maybe they were, but they weren't doing it. They were just people saying, "Ah, this video exists." Yeah, as according to this shady website. Yeah, 
And people, I don't know. That man. is not evidence. No, that's not that's not the scientific method being applied. It's it's sad that like I like <laughs> it stumps me. Like when I'm trying to respond logically to like how does somebody get sucked into this? Because for me, that's not good enough. Like seeing somebody's no, no, computer for... screen is like okay. Well, Especially I'm when smart you're smart enough to know that you can edit shit onto a computer when you screen. are um when you are claiming that someone filleted a child's face off and wore it. I need more proof than I, I've heard the video existed. Right. I need to, A, see, I, A, who is the child? Where, like, show me the missing persons. Show me who this child yeah. is. Like, where did they come from? How'd they go missing? Right. Why has nobody there, asked about them? Yeah, there are, there are there steps are so that many... have to, yeah, you have to fill those holes to satisfy, like, any. Even, even Silence of the Lambs had to build up an hour and a half to make you, that guy wearing the other guy's face, make sense. Right. You need. Yeah, you context. Don't, you don't get to just say some guy told me so. Q is trying to tell people on these forums and 4chan, and he's trying to tell people the truth. And he does it through questions, asking questions, asking questions, and giving clues. And so it's basically, you know, you're going down the rabbit hole. You're following the white rabbit, and you're figuring it out. According to Q, now I'm saying according to Q, again, I don't have any proof of this, but I'm, we're talking about who is Q, so I'm going to tell you what he says. the stupidest fucking statement ever. Did you just say follow the white rabbit? That's, All right, Matrix. That's a thing, though. Like, <laughs> I that, don't have any proof of this. Yeah, that is a well in the QAnon community. Like the there's lots of white rabbit. And yeah, follow the white rabbit and yeah. take the blue pill. Also, what kind of a stupid logic is that? Which, if you're Q, why are you at like why questions? What like why would you tell people the plan through questions? Why wouldn't you just tell them the plan so that people do the fucking plan? <laughs> like, Their argument is that it forces you to think about it, and then you become smart, and you they they teach you how to think. That's how stupid people make what they really feel do. Smarter. They they teach you how to think conspiratorially, right? And the yeah, they come to the worst conclusion every time. Yeah, dumb. They destabilize the Middle East. That's what happened. Okay, so that <laughs> that happened. During Barack Obama's presidency. Okay, but let's keep going. Let's keep talking about whatever happened. Yes, I do believe he is a Muslim. And yes, Valerie Jarrett is too. And she's a big issue too. She didn't want to say issue right there. She wanted to say something else. Uh, Yeah, although you say that, but like she doesn't have a problem saying something else. So like maybe she just... Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't so know. She's why just she's... spouting her bigotry. Like they're Muslims, they're bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. she's despi- She's also spouting cues. Like she's basically reading this. The she is telling her followers, "This is what I believe." Like, and it's because she's just reading the conspiracies. So, like, maybe she... not only that, but she's talking about how the destabilization in the or destabilization in the Middle East happened all during the Obama years. Like, and it was okay, only Democrats. But, yeah. But what? They... When? When did the war start? And yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Who yeah. voted for it? Well, she gets even crazier with her conspiracies about Barack Obama. This one might be my favorite one. MS thirteen, everyone under Obama came. Oh, remember MS-13. them? MS thirteen. There's a lot to that. You have to understand. There's they have very good. They had very good relationships I'm with tell you MS thirteen. MS thirteen was basically Perfect. like they were the kind of the henchmen. Who has relationships of the MS-13? Obama administration? Obama. They did a lot of the dirty work. What are you talking about? Seth Rich. Seth Rich was murdered by two MS-13 gang members. That's what I mean by dirty work. No, he wasn't. Yeah. So the Obama is connected to MS-13. Pizzagate, Seth Gate, or Seth Rich. Like, yeah. Seth 
She's just and and this is why. How I, many people have been sued over the Seth Rich thing, the, and it's been widely discredited? Right. Fox had to retract their statements. This is why I believe, like, it's not hard to 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 sit here and be like, look, this is what happens when you. I know that she gets sucked into the the rabbit hole on 4chan, um, which would later become 8coon or whatever. But like, what this started with a meme. What do you do in your entire day if all you do is sit there and read Q and 8coon well, and 4chan? Do you think she well, actually believes? Well, this is 2020, believes? right? So it's a lockdown. Like, that's what people did. That's why we're fucked right now. <laughs> like, well, even before that, because this we're I mean, going she's back been, to 2017. Like, she's Pizza been Gain on this, stuff, this yeah. path for a long time. Yeah. Is she a mother? Does she have kids? Yeah. Did she neglect them the entire time she was doing this? I guess. She has three kids. She's a happily married wo- uh, woman. She'll say that several times. Through, like, that was a, like, she says that a lot to normalize herself. But spend six she, hours a day on conspiracy th- sites. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, she's not done. There's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to take this global cable of Satan-worshipping pedophiles out. And I think we have the president to do it. And so I'm very excited about that. Hillary decides to um, launch her political career. It's time for her to enter because, you know, she's being lined up. She's the next one in place, the deep state. They choose who their um, candidates are. She they choose Hillary who they want to put in, in place. Politics so long she before then, senator, right? Um, she in New York City, yes, not. I could dive into uh, Kennedy getting killed in the plane crash because isn't it interesting that he had announced he was going to run for Senate just before he died in a mysterious plane crash. But anyway, so that's another one of those um, Clinton murders. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's another long. one of Clinton murders. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And on an unrelated but completely still a fucked note. We had witnessed 9-11, right? We had witnessed 9-11, the terrorist attack um, in New York and the plane that uh, crashed in Pennsylvania and the so-called plane that crashed into the (coughs) Pentagon. Oh, it's odd. there's never any evidence God. shown for this a plane. Woman's never met a conspiracy. She didn't. But love. anyways, I won't. I'm not going to dive into the 9/11 conspiracy. Because Please I, don't. Yeah, because I don't have she's shit not, to say. Yeah, she's not going to dive into the 9/11 conspiracies because it happened during Bush's <laughs> term. Look, she, well, she, she already, it's not convenient to blame that on the Democrats. Look, Democrat. dude, she hasn't seen loose change for fucking well, years. Like, <laughs> which version? <laughs> right. Well, she's we've she's already established that uh, Obama equals Muslim, Muslim equals bad. Oh, so yeah. we all know 9/11. Bad. Mm. 9-11 was Obama's fault. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, she's ridiculous. But, you know, in uh, deeply red, um, very gerrymandered district, uh, she can play ads like this, and it's not a... Uh, it, it it it's not only not normal like i i could have i almost pulled way too many of her ads uh for this episode i was like it's not that important i don't need all 50 of these are fucking dumb as shit so i just took the greatest hits but you can be that crazy 9-11 didn't happen Barack Obama's a Muslim. Well, I mean, 9-11 yeah. happened. The one she doesn't right. think happened is the one that hit the Pentagon, which is a very popular theory in the loose mm. change community. Right. Um, but don't worry. She's running for Congress. The World Health Organization colluded with China and waged war on America. Yet John Cowan wants a strong WHO. Having a strong uh, WHO. John Cowan is too weak, too timid, too afraid to take on China. Marjorie Green for Congress. Save America. Stop socialism. Defund the WHO. 
her ads are fucking conspiracies. Like, her fucking ads are QAnon conspiracies. And can I just point out before we move past it that, like, that the greatest thing to me about that ad. Music? It, no, the, the music's the, awesome. That rock and guitar yeah, is fucking the, sweet. The music's great. Um, but the the fact that she accuses her then opponent, who's still in the race at the time, of uh, of strengthening the WHO or whatever, and then her proof is a soundbite of him literally saying those words, strengthen that WHO, like with no context. To That's part of a conversation. Yeah, they, they took a five-word took... clip. <laughs> yeah. He could have been like, saying some fuck? people want to strengthen the WHO. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but for me, like if I see that ad in my district, I'm like, all right. First of all, fuck this bitch. Brighton's got elected governor. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That, that's true. <laughs> Parson got reelected. Like, you know, um, Roy Blunt exists still. <laughs> like, Missouri's yeah. no better. You know, I, and the craziest <laughs> thing about Blunt is I don't know anybody that likes him, right, left, no. or center. I don't know anybody that likes Blunt. No. Nobody likes Blunt. But that's, uh, I don't even want That's a whole he, separate he problem. He was one of the speakers at the inauguration. And I was like, I was just talking about how I don't think anybody likes this guy. Yet. Yeah. Here he is. Well, he's here because committees, you know. Yeah. Um, something that Marjorie Taylor Greene won't know anything about. <laughs> so, yes. uh, so during the campaign, um, she has tons of crazy, crazy videos, right? Like that, the the last bit was like a whole mashup of her, her theories and whatever. Um but she also just has some shit that's even when it's not conspiratorial, like this should make you the worst candidate that could ever possibly be on a ticket. Um, I just, it really just bums me. Like they should have wrote in Daffy duck generations of black and Hispanic oh, no. men. Do you want to know what holds don't, them down? Don't say gangs being in gangs and dealing drugs is what holds them down. The lack of education is what hold, oh, holds them down. That's that's not a where did she say a this? white person thing. In a vlog, the yeah. gangs control them. They they tell them they tell the young men in their communities don't go to school, don't you, no don't you don't you move out of this out of this project don't you move out of this community you join this gang and that's where you belong you belong with us. The gangs are holding them back. It's not white people. It's it's crazy. Yeah, like she's also not. Did, okay. Was she about to go on a rant about how white people have it better off? Uh, she, because she was going to prove her own point. Oh, on, just, or not prove her point, but prove our point that just, we're about to make. Oh, just by herself. Just wait. We'll we'll make it. I pulled the clip to make it. Yeah, I think she's um, chronically misunderstanding the fact that like the reason people turn to gangs is because a they're uh, they feel danger. They feel like they're. In danger in their community, and that that is like people have their back. Well, it's because they don't have any prospects to get out on their own or make you, money through a job. You can't oversimplify then, a problem. Like you can't oversimplify systemic ra- systemic racism the way that she does. And she's talking about like don't go to like the gang tr- members telling their kids not to go, go to school. school. Yeah, it's like what, what school, man? Right. We, we have a big a big issue right here in St. Louis that. A lot of the public schools are completely going under. Like, yeah, charter schools are well, particularly out. the ones in uh, majority black areas Char- in, in St. Louis. Like, don't they don't get nearly the funding yeah. that more affluent suburban charter- white schools do? Charter right. schools in the city are outpacing the public school system by a long shot. And these charter schools, not all of them are paid. A lot of them are still considered public, where you just have to apply for them and your kid has to get in based on merit, yeah, or other things, but. 
all of these charter schools that are opening up are in South City, uh, Midtown, and then there's just a small handful that are in North City. Right. And like I don't know how I don't know how as a St. Louisan anybody that's ever been to the city at all or understands like the neighborhoods of the city. I don't know how you can look at that and just n- not I, almost want to weep for your city. Yeah, because we're a, doing it to ourselves. Right. And, and as for Marjorie Taylor Greene, I don't ever want to hear a white person say the problem blacks and Hispanics are facing unless they're going to finish that sentence with is white people. Is a lot of the shit we've done to them. Yeah, is colonialization there, is Jim Crow laws is you know fucking yeah, years of systemic, systemic racism. Yeah, like, and, and institutions it, that fail them and white privilege that that exists around them that allows other people to to uh, to get a foot up in front of them. Like it's yeah. not because people don't talk about that aspect of it, right? Like white privilege when people say that like. You know, we try to make white people feel good by being like, look, it's not that like you got it's not that you got anything extra because you were white. It's because you didn't get held back. Like, OK, hold on. Well, and it's when we, we grew up in the suburbs and we've never been to a city school and, and well, like so we take public education for granted because like you go into any Zumwalt high school the books that are handed to you are just like maybe five years old. They're in good shape. You can still read it all. Like I have a huge problem books in the inner city schools are falling apart, missing pages. How do you teach a kid when you can't, when you don't even have the right material? Well, and I have a huge problem when we gloss over it in the, in the context that I just d- d- like described it. When you say that, like you like one per it's not that oh you had a leg up but yes you did because if somebody else got the short end of the stick that still means you got the longer yep. end of the fucking even stick. if it doesn't matter if it's of no fault of your yeah. own right it still exists even yeah. if, if you're both starting at the starting line and your opponent gets smacked in the leg right before you start running you still got a head start right even though technically you were at the starting line like they bullshit you still right. benefited and you can't just ignore it that's my problem is that like people trying to just be like well it's not my fault okay but it exists yeah and you have to acknowledge that it exists now um this next clip i think that uh she that the that the interviewer did a very good job challenging her on the statement that she made about gangs and drugs and her whole world view i guess of oh this was an community. interview it wasn't her own no vlog. no no the, what we heard was her vlog now she's in an interview during the campaign trying to say the same shit no she gets asked about that video oh, okay um and uh a reporter who did their homework um, but i actually think he does a very good job of questioning her and challenging her worldview. You said this in the video that I saw. The generations of black and Hispanic men, do you want to know what holds them down? Gangs. Being in gangs, dealing drugs, that's what holds them down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just saw a video. It's funny you brought this up. You know, Colonel West was actually talking about the same issue. And um, gangs and drugs are are a massive problem. And um, unfortunately, they exist in inner cities. And it's unfortunately that is that will hold you back in your life if you join a gang and you're on drugs i mean it could be me or you it doesn't matter what your skin color is but unfortunately that will really hurt you in your life and cause you a lot of problems west alan west can talk about that yeah you can't because (laughs) you didn't live that alan west lived that right once upon a time back before he was in the military 100 percent um 
dude does a very good job of, of pushing back. Let's be clear here. We have covered uh, gang violence in Chattanooga th through the years. I don't think anyone is, is, is saying that uh, gang violence and these things aren't issues, but the idea that that is solely an issue that, that they're, that's, that's, that's uh, in your words, holding them down uh, really doesn't look at the entire picture here. Have, have you talked to uh, black men, Hispanic men in your district about what they what they perceive are their challenges? Yes, as a matter of fact, so I own a commercial construction company. We do work all over the Southeast. Approximately 40% of the work we do is in, um, you know, low income housing, inner cities. And so I'm, I'm very familiar. I don't live in Chattanooga. I don't live in Tennessee. I live in Georgia. I've lived here all my life. Um, but we do do work all over the Southeast. So we have done amazing work rebuilding these communities. Um, we do school supply drives, backpack drives. We have built um, daycare centers, after-school centers, donated laptops to these communities. We've worked hand-in-hand -hand with people. Um, and, you know, this isn't a racial statement to say that gangs and drugs hold people down. Before I let her go on, he asked her if she's talked to her constituents. Have you said this to your constituents, as in, like, your black constituents? Yeah. And her response is I own a construction company. We work in with around low income housing. She yeah, okay, she it's owns it. She's never been there. It's the workers have, it but she hasn't. It's guaranteed. completely disingenuous. Her thought of black I people don't live is around ghettos. Them. Like that is her yeah. thought. When, yeah. when she, she only mentions inner city. Yeah. She was literally asked, like, have you talked to the people in your community about your view of like gangs and whatever? And her response is the black people live in the ghetto, and I know that because I, 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 work I, there. I build their shit. Like, That's where I make some of my money. Yeah. <laughs> getting contracts yeah. to build. Really fucked. It gets more racist. And it's not a racial statement to say that un it's unfortunate that black population and Hispanic population have been plagued with these issues. And that's not a racial statement. That's a factual statement. It is a racial statement. It's 100%. Well, it's especially a racial statement. You're not acknowledging statement. that it happens in white communities, too. At the same rate. At the same rate. Drug addiction, like the drugs they take might be prescription. They might be different drugs. Well, it might be a crack versus this, cocaine This thing, is a woman that doesn't addiction. understand the words per capita. Yeah. No, well, and she also doesn't understand that, like, I think in a she doesn't understand that there's a difference between race and poverty line, right? And, like, 100%, people yeah. under the poverty line those like there is more types of certain drugs in those communities like to your well, point like, all Frank, the numbers like, are going to be well, super inflated because it the population density is higher right well, and if you look at like the like the opioid problem like it it crosses the poverty line but you see a real divide on what side of the poverty line what drugs they use right whereas poor people tend to use heroin because it's cheap and easy to get right Whereas richer people tend to use drugs that you get from a doctor because they have health insurance and they can afford that. Right. And, like, they're both still yeah. suffering from addiction. Money doesn't have anything to do with it other than the type of drugs you put in your body. And that's yeah. what she's not understanding that, like, white people do drugs too. It's just as big a problem. You just don't see people getting shot over it because doctors are getting the money. It's yeah. not better. No. That doesn't make it better in any way. No. It, it just makes it less honest. Like, I mean, like, well, and it makes it you, more legal. You're hiding it behind a sheen of, yeah. But haven't you said also that racism doesn't exist? Isn't there a video you out know, there showing you say that? 
there's a video of a woman that came and was yelling at yelling at me and attacking me at, at a um, it was a GOP event. Yes. So there here's what I was saying. And you only probably saw a clip of that, just like you saw clips of these other videos. Explain yourself. So sure i'd be happy to you know god created us all equal thank thankfully and our constitution affirms that and we live this is the greatest country in the world where no matter what color you are no matter what um uh, place in life you start out you can get us all equal thank thankfully and our constitution affirms that and we live this is the greatest country in the world where no matter what color you are no matter what um uh, place in life you start out you can become something successful you can and it, it's incredible america is the greatest opportunities me as a woman I, I feel like i'm one of the most blessed women in the world i've been a successful business owner i have a college degree i graduated with a bachelor's degree in business from the university of georgia um you know same as same as men i'm able to walk equally i'm now a leading candidate for congress um in this runoff and and I'm, I'm proud to be a mom who's been able to raise my children and raise them in my in my Christian faith. And that's equality. You see, that's equality. And America offers that to every single person. And we, our country went through an incredible time in the civil rights movement. And those leaders that did that work, um, they, they did something incredible. And, and we just lost John Lewis uh, last week. So he was one of the giants in the movement. But yes, here in America, you you know what racism is it's hate within someone's heart and it's unfortunate that it exists um it can go any direction and it's sad but here in america it doesn't have to exist unless someone chooses that that's not something that i choose in my life um i i don't ever have those problems in my daily life i never have and so america is a place of equality where racism doesn't have to exist. And that's what I was trying to say to that woman while she was yelling at me, the whole Black Lives Matter. Okay, so. I have so many things to say to that. How many different oh, circles did she talk herself in? Oh, yeah, she just talked. She did the Trump thing. I realized through that clip that, like, she, when I, oh, my God, that was the you hardest. pivot into self-promotion. Yeah, well, because you just keep talking, talking yeah. and talking. Like, he couldn't respond to that, and she said so much Wasn't shit. Wasn't the initial question, uh, do about you how think racism doesn't exist? Do you he think said, racism exists? He it said should be yes or no. He said he recalled he recalled a video that had been circulating online at the time, um, where he said, "Didn't you say that racism doesn't exist?" And then she said that she was attacked by a woman yelling at her. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene being yelled at by that woman, uh, and and attacked. And so, so it wasn't clear that uh, what she meant was racism doesn't have to exist. Um, here's my stance. All lives matter. We are all created equal. Our Constitution affirms it. And um, black lives matter. If black lives truly matter to them, then all the millions of black babies that have been aborted would matter to them, and they would be against Planned Parenthood. Black police officers, yes, black-on-black black crime would matter, and then black police officers. So I, there is, it's a political organization, and I think that we as Americans need to reject it and say all lives matter, we're all equal, and we're going to work hard for every single American, and, and that's my stance.
Um, and I'm fully, fully against the defund police movement. Yes, and so our officers, I think we've got to back them 100%. We're a nation of laws, and we need order, and our police officers provide that, yes. And, um, you know, looking at this sweet little girl right here, I can't imagine a country of law. She attends Black Lives Matter rallies, actually. Oh, okay, well... That's, that's your choice, of course. It is, actually, because it's important. Just as important as it is to claim that all lives matter, you actually have to look at the fact that the oppression of the system has been going on for decades. Ma'am, I fully disagree fighting. with you. Racism We're fighting. doesn't exist in America. It doesn't exist in America. You, you've lost your mind, then. A woman well, was mean, shot and killed because she said all lives matter by a Black Lives Matter person. That's okay? All lives matter. That's first of all. First of all, equivocate. Just like, wait a minute. What about this other thing? It's also not a true story. Like, it's, but that's what that's, they do the whole time. When like, they're like, well, if Black Lives Matter really cared, they would care about abortion. They would be on my side about this one issue. So, right. like, you're you're uh, you're uh, you're she turning also, around the fact that like the the point of Black Lives Matter is that like data shows that black people are persecuted at a rate that white people aren't. Yeah. And instead of dealing with that, you just pivot. She also. The only reason that that woman was that woman did not attack her. No, she at tried all. to use her daughter. She tried to use her daughter as a prop, one hundred percent. Yes, and got called out fucking stone cold for it. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, she sorry. was not yelled at. That and woman didn't say a fucking word until that one. That until Marjorie, you tried to use her daughter. Yeah. And until uh, yeah, that 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 was fucking ridiculous. And don't and try her, to make her the, exact words were racism doesn't exist in America. Yeah. It, there was no, like, oh, I was misunderstood. What I meant was it doesn't have to exist. You only saw a part of that clip. Nah, that's not what you said. Like, what you said was, I fully disagree with you, ma'am. Racism doesn't exist in America. End quote. Yeah. With that tone. like yeah, that, Not that, that racism doesn't have to exist in America, that racism doesn't exist in America. Right. It's a very big difference. But hey, Georgia, you have a choice this November. I'm Marjorie Green, and I approve this ad. They destroyed the NFL. They're destroying NASCAR. They're burning our cities and destroying our history. Socialist Democrats are dividing our Did country. Did you feel like she meant America black people too for a second? Yeah. yeah. They're wrong. America's the greatest country the on earth, back. and I'm running for Congress to keep it that way. President Trump needs strong conservatives like me in Congress to save America and stop socialism. I want to believe that she actually got Ted Nugent to play that track in the background. <laughs> like, I hope that, like, he was just sitting on a I stool actually think in that her kitchen. Sweating with ripped jeans. <laughs> yeah, and I think that riff's, a little too, that riff is a little too good for the nude. Yeah. Um, does that commercial, though, not imply that, like, your enemies, whether, like, she's coding it in socialism, but it feels very race-heavy. Was, uh, that, was that last line about how God made people like her and Trump to the ru They ruin the NFL, yeah, so they're like, ruining NASCAR. Democrats? Wait, what? <laughs> so, yeah, socialist Democrats. Not the word I thought was going to be used. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's pretty racist. She is... Uh, but racism doesn't exist. Well... <laughs> Not in her white gated community, probably, but uh, but in, in rural Georgia, yeah, you don't say in the real world, um, where where people intermingle, that <laughs> it very much does exist. Um, she's not only batshit crazy when it comes to her views on race, um, she is also, <laughs> dude, you, you, Frank, you said earlier that like. She never met a conspiracy that she doesn't like. 
like literally none. Literally none. Hey friends, I've got a question for you. How do you get avid gun owners and people that support the Second Amendment to give up their guns and go along with anti-gun legislation? How do you do that? Maybe you accomplish that by performing a mass shooting into a crowd that is very likely to be conservative, very likely to vote Republican, very likely to be Trump supporters, very likely to be pro-Second Amendment, and very likely to own guns. You make them scared, you make them victims, and you change their mindset, and then possibly you can pass anti-gun legislation. Is that what happened in Las Vegas? Is that why um, the country music festival was targeted? Because those would be the people, would be the ones that we would relate to? Are they trying to terrorize our mindset and change our minds on the Second Amendment? Is that what's going on here? I have a lot of questions about that. I don't believe Stephen Paddock was a lone wolf. I don't believe that he pulled this off all by himself. And I know most of you don't either. So I am really wondering if there is a, there's a bigger motive there. And does it have to do with the Second Amendment? Because what's the best way to control the people? You have to take away their guns. So that's just my question today. This is Marjorie Green with American Truth Seekers. Wait, she, so to control the people, you need to take away their guns. But at the beginning of the clip, she said, how would you get people to give up their guns? You would stage a shooting, right? You'd you make was, people feel bad about it because you'd, you'd shoot them, people that, feel right. them, that look like them, country music fans mm -hmm. who are well, mostly white. Shocker. That's not the same thing. As them coming to take your guns, as no. like they, even her conspiracy can't stick to its own story of like, wait a minute, she's just asking so, questions, Frank. Yeah, really she, shittily because yeah, she's not even really asking. How many, how many people died in Vegas? Fifty something, hundred shot. Yeah, it, I can't remember. Off I mean, the top I think of the head. largest single. It it was fucking horrible, and like to question like I don't believe he acted alone. Based on what? Like what can like like if you want to say like I don't think Oswald acted alone. Okay. I'll, I'll entertain that conversation it's not, because it's not insulting to anybody today. Right. You know, like, yeah. I mean, maybe some kind of, you, you want know. to talk about being insulting to people. That's not the only shooting that she has questioned. Um, also from that article, the insider uh, article, Green has, uh, Green has baselessly questioned whether deadly shootings in Newtown, Connecticut, and Parkland, Florida actually took place. In several 2018 Facebook comments, Green agreed with uh, other users that the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida was a false flag event. Uh, Media Matters reported the comments, which have since been deleted from Green's Facebook page. When another commenter in 2018 claimed that none of the school shootings were real, the September 11th attacks were staged by the U.S. government and that a shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary in Newtown, Connecticut, was staged. Green agreed. That is all true, she said in a comment, according to screenshots recorded by or reported by Media Matters. Um, and if you want to talk about being even more insulting, uh, a recently resurfaced video from earlier that year shows Green accosting David Hogg, a survivor of the Parkland shooting, who was 17 at the time in Washington, D.C. Hogg was in 
Hogg was in town uh, to advocate for gun control at the Capitol. Green followed the teen down the street, calling him a coward just weeks after the shooting at his high school killed 17 people. Uh, in a Facebook post later that year, Green claimed that Pelosi tells Clinton several times a month that we need another school shooting in order to persuade the public to want strict gun control. Here is the audio from her chasing down David Hogg, survivor of the Parkland shooting. David, why are you supporting the red flag laws? If there had been, if Scott Peterson, the resource officer at Parkland had done his job, then Nicholas Cruz wouldn't have killed anybody in your high school, or at least protected them. Why are you supporting red flag gun laws that attack our second amendment rights? And why are you using kids to get to, as a barrier? Do you not know how to defend your stance? Look, I'm an American citizen. I'm a gun owner. I have a concealed carry permit. I carry a gun with for, for protection for myself. And you are using your lobby and the money behind it and the kids to try to take away my Second Amendment rights. You don't have anything to say for yourself? You can't defend your stance? How did you get over 30 appointments with senators? How'd you do that? Not being a dick. <laughs> he went to a school where people were kids? fucking shot. That's how. Why kids? You know, if school, if school the same reason anybody gets a phone call from the president. Someone in the family guns, dies. There would be no mass shootings at school. Do you know that? The best way to stop a bad guy. Then why did the good guy with the gun not stop that bad guy with a gun? If he'd have done his job, he had a gun. Why didn't he do his job? You have nothing to say. No words. So I'm walking. He's got nothing to say. Sad. He has nothing to say because there really isn't anything to say, you guys. He has nothing to say because he's paid to do this. He has the walkaway march. He's got the um, he's got the women's march, and they're funding all of this. Every town gun USA, they're funding all this stuff. Okay, that was David Hogue right there. David, we saw him inside the Senate building. He had 30, 30 um, appointments where he ran around and got to talk to senators. I got to talk to none, none. He had media coverage all over the place. I had zero. Guess what? I'm a gun owner. I'm an American citizen and I have nothing but this guy with his George Soros funding and his major liberal funding has got everything. I want you to think about that. That's where we are. And he's a coward. He can't say one word because he can't defend his stance because there is no defense for taking away guns. Bad. Like that is horrible. Can you imagine being like an adult? You know, it's almost like if you had children, you would realize that a 17-year-old is still a kid, and they went to a school where their friends were shot and killed, and the good guy with the gun didn't do a goddamn thing because it's not— and it's not that simple. You're fucking chasing him down. You're accosting him saying, I have a gun on me. Yeah. Why aren't you talking to me? I believe that you're getting paid to meet senators that they won't meet me. Maybe because I'm a crazy fucking bitch. Yeah, not going to argue. Like, like, I don't know about you, but like, I, if I was him, I'd be fucking threatened. If someone ran up to me and was like, hey, I have a gun on me. You have to. Why aren't you talking to me? Why are you ignoring me? Like, I would feel like. How? Like. Where does your it's, head have to be to be her? Also, the gun registration well, is not the same as that it's not a de- it's, it's not a debate. Yeah. He's just going to get yelled at. Right. So he's doing what every normal human being would do and just walk away. Yeah. yeah. Cuz if you talk to them you they win. Like And who the fuck is she to be like trying to approach him anyway and saying like, 
oh, this that he stayed or that this is staged and Soros and all and of this shit. Like, this dude, this this the is a couple of weeks after his classmates were were shot dead. Yeah. Like that's dude. And the reason a lot you. of those senators met with him is because like he just lived through a fucking mass attack, you know, shooting. The, like even if it's optics, even if they're, it's not going to change anything. You meet with people like that. The way they meet with fucking coal miners when a coal mine collapses. Right. You meet with people who go through shit because politicians have to show they care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what she is what, to. and what she is saying is just like I like guns. No one cares. We know. Yeah. You like like yeah. Everyone does. That's cool. why you can buy them. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, all of her conspiracy uh, theory beliefs aren't. They're not all bad. I. I guess some of them are sillier than others. Have you seen, and I've asked Will this before, the picture of Ruth Bader Gingrich walking through the airport? This woman has been drawn over for how many years? And all of a sudden, she's walking straight up, right? Like it's a whole new it's person. Almost like Do a body double, like Hillary Clinton. Ruth? Yeah, like, like yes. the body double for Hillary Clinton. So it's interesting. Yeah. So I do not believe that was Ruth. No, I don't think so. She just she's just jumping on to any and every conspiracy. Yeah, you're probably right. What did she call her? Also, Ruth Bader Gingrich. That is my favorite. Ginsburg is what Bo- she called her. She called her Booth Ruth Bader Gingrich. Um, so what did they what did they think when she actually died this past year? Her body double died. Her body double's battery ran out. <laughs> Which also, by the way, I want to shit on whoever's YouTube vlog or like whatever the fuck that was, um, because he said that's interesting, but he didn't follow that up with how, and that's a huge no no. Like you can't just say something's interesting. You don't get to just exclaim that's, that. That's what all of these conspiracy folks do. Yeah, it's interesting, that's interesting, isn't it? No, tell me why. But, um, <laughs> like who was this grandma? I, th- I want to know who this grandma was who called into the show with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, I, I have no idea. And why? Because she-, she should not be saying that anybody looks too old and frail. Or, like, or maybe that's – is she jealous that, like, Ruth looked more spry I than also, her? I also don't understand why that's a thing. Like, why why was that a, she, a talking point? Also, oh, is it- she, she had health problems. She took care of them. She got in the gym. Also, she was doing push-ups and sit-ups until the day she died. Right. Yeah. Like, she it, made it her mission to stay alive on that court. Yeah. It also should be a simple thing as, like, she has access to really good health care and personal trainers. Like, yeah. that's, like, and she can eat really well. Yeah, why did— She can see doctors. How come Trump didn't die of COVID and instead went for, like, a parade? Because he's, like, right. he's the guy who has the— like all of the doctors, <laughs> like yeah. you, you get everything and, and like if you frame it right, it is a great argument. But like you just have to frame it in an anti. Well, having a disparity, having way. a body double is never a great. Well, argument. no. Um, I hope you guys didn't think that we were done being racist yet. We just have to pick a new group. There is an Islamic invasion into our government offices right now. Okay, they are you. You saw after midterm elections. What we saw so many Muslims elected. I don't know. I don't know the exact number, but there were quite a few. What we had that woman out of Minnesota. Now she's going into Congress and she's got to wear a head covering. You know, they want to put their hand on the Quran and be sworn in. No, you have to be sworn in on the Bible. But we have an Islamic invasion into our government offices. Now, yes, we have. I'll say this: we have freedom of religion in this country that protects anyone to have, you know, have any kind of religion that they want. And that's, that's great. That's one of our freedoms, right? But I'm sorry, anyone that is a Muslim, 
that believes in Sharia law does not belong in our government. They don't. Islam is, it's, it's, it is the, Sharia law is the most brutal. It's, it is a horrible, horrible law. They brutalize women. They, they throw gay people off of buildings. They, it is not a place for justice. No. This is a place where the men over there, they can have sex with anybody they want. They have sex with little boys, little girls, multiple women. They marry as many women as they want. They marry their sisters, their cousins. I'm sorry. That is not dignity. That is not justice. That is not compassion. That's not love for humanity. Let me explain something to you, Mohammed. Let me explain. We already have equality and justice for all Americans. Muslims are not being held back in any way. That's our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, guarantees everyone equality and justice. But what you people want is special treatment. You want to rise above us, and that's what we're against. All right, I just I have to make the point really quick because she keeps saying it no matter which race she's shitting on, um, that, uh, that we have equality in the United States because the Constitution says it. That The Constitution says words. That doesn't mean shit. Well, we don't practice it. And like, let's not let's not go based on her shaky remembrance of our constitution based on the fact that she somehow thinks that you have to put your hand on a bible in order to swear in to an office. No you don't. And then no. in the same you breath. You can be an off an atheist and hold an office. Right. In the same like, breath says that we have religious freedom. Yeah. But you're trying to say that they can't swear in on the book of their choice? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous yeah. and yeah, well, she has a message for them people, as she would put it. Muhammad? Yeah, they should stay in their countries and make their countries great again, right? Leave our country alone. Leave it alone. This whole world, this beautiful, beautiful, big blue ball, planet Earth, it's like a buffet of countries. It's like a buffet. If you want Islam and Sharia law... You stay over there in the Middle East. You stay there and you go to Mecca and do all your thing. And you know what? You can have a whole bunch of wives or goats it's or sheep really or whatever racist. you want. You stay over there. But in America, we, see, we made fuck. it this great, great country. We don't want it messed we up. We don't want it messed up. We just want it. No. She, we don't want it with. We, we don't want you here is what she's saying, essentially. We want you to go back to where you came from if you don't like it here. Is it at this point? That is so stupid. No one likes it here. She's is, complaining about here. Right. We're complaining about here. Who the fuck is saying here is great? Yeah. That is so stupid. It sounds like it was written for South Park or written by, by the Park. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, they're, I, uh, it's, I don't know how you would satirize her. Like, good luck Saturday Night Live. Um, coming up with something that sounds stupider is than that. Is it fair at this point to start judging Georgia for for her? For her? Yeah, I certainly do. Like, I'm not saying that. Like, I get how many how many people are in her district? I don't know off the because that's who we can blame. Yeah, like she should not be allowed to run. Like she shouldn't have made it past the primary. Period. So, yeah. like, it says something. Uh, like, I feel like you can start pointing fingers at that district and being like, "You guys allowed this to happen." Like, I understand that she's running unopposed at also, this point. Also, I mean, and the, the, I, I guess she just doesn't comprehend the fact that like there are Muslims who are born in America. They're Americans. They care deeply about how the country's future. But that's they can't go back home. This is their home. That's and not, they're not a Christian, and you just have to deal with that that's because not, that's the fucking reality of America. Is like not everyone worships your God. But Frank, that's not what Q said. 
<laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. I like mean, it's what our constitution says. She pulls like she, that's what's important. She pulls another extremely racist uh, move, which like not only is this racist. That but was after she got elected. Correct. No, th- no, this was after the midterms. Okay. Um, like so, this is a little bit before the the or well, this is before the campaign. Um, but the but she also pulls another extremely like in in keeping her theory that of of books that you have to swear in on um she pulls another racist stunt where she goes to it might be the capital but she's going in to uh to confront leaders to con- to confront uh congress people um and and confront them about not swearing in on the bible and not only is it extremely racist, it's also it, it really, really highlights her ignorance on like not only just the subject, but like her whole world view. Um, and, and like she's blatantly ignorant in this clip. They signed it. They swore in on the Koran. Oh, we have the Bible. We're going to talk about swearing in on the oath, how to swear in on the Bible with them and let them know what our law says, that you can't swear in on the Koran. So we're going to explain that. You know, we're going to explain about how you can't swear in on the Koran, and we're going to have the Bible and ask them if they would swear in on the Bible, that we really need them. We have the oath. Yeah, we have the oath, yep. So I think that's important. But when they swore in, it wasn't a law yet, right? At the time they swore in. I don't know. I think at the time they swore in that wasn't passed. Because it wouldn't have been passed in a Republican control. Yeah, so it was passed after they swore in. So they're not really official, I don't think. So let's go ask them to swear in in the Bible. Because, like you is said, Will, I'm. It has to be the Holy Bible. I, yeah, it has to be the Bible. It well, the bottom, is, is is yeah. the bottom line is, Sharia yeah. law is not compatible with, with America. Yep, that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. This is a so, com- first of all, this is a complete stunt. But her, like, the way that she's like piecing this together in, in her head, in her I head, think I remember think. this. Yes. Um, it, um, well, it, 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 they when they swore in, this wasn't the law because it couldn't have been the law because my racist brain tells me that it couldn't have been the law because, because we were in re- charge because Republicans are racist as fuck. They wouldn't have made this a law. What the fuck? I also what love kind of that logic she's like, is that? So they couldn't have been official. They couldn't have been official, right? So what we're gonna do is we're gonna walk up to them with a copy of the Constitution and a Bible, and we're gonna make it official. Because if we make them do it right here, it holds some kind of authentication power. What the fuck? Never give bullshit. Never give Karen a smartphone. She's the queen of wasting time. Yeah, one hundred percent. And that, and and again, like, come on, Georgia. Like, the primary should have been enough for this bullshit. <laughs> this this is ridiculous. media, the D.C. swamp, the political establishment tried to take me out, but there's definitely more of us than there is of them. And we will keep reminding reminding them of that, because I have no intention on cozying up with any of those people that are against the American people. She just says stupid sentences. I'm only here for the good people of the 14th district. 
So the arrogant fake news media. Let's talk about them for a few minutes. That's all you can talk about. To tell Americans exactly what we're supposed to think, how we're supposed to feel, and who we're supposed to vote for. But my victory tonight should be a message to every single one of them. You don't speak for us. Thanks speaks for us. Are terrified that a Christian, conservative businesswoman, 100% pro-life, 100%. What she's saying all this is that she's the first. Right. She's not even close to the first. She's the status quo. Yeah. Mother of three. Mother of three, like myself. They are terrified. say this about Nancy Pelosi. Oh, oh yeah, I do have a message for her. Well, I bet you do. I love all the suggestions. I just want to say to Nancy Pelosi, she's a hypocrite, she's an anti-American, and we're going to kick that bitch out of Congress. How do you propose you're going to kick that bitch out of Congress? She's your boss. <laughs> like, I want to just whisper in her ear, like, she'll still be in power when you get stripped of all your committees. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Um, my, my. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's... I would hate if I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a weird person. I would hate to be the person that that crowd is cheering for. You know I would look around and feel so bad about myself if, like, that's the best I could do. You know I'd rather not have a crowd. There seems to be, like, this common thing with, uh, at least with the last few episodes, when, like, these crowds are getting together. Um, it seems to be, like, rooms full of 50 people. And I understand that there is a pandemic, but I also understand that the crowd here doesn't give a shit or believe Correct. that there's a pandemic. So, like, the fact that she is speaking to a room full of 50 people is notable uh, for, for arguments. Or at least, like, I don't know. It just, like... Congratulations. Congratulations, Marjorie. Marjorie. You, the you're most headed of victory ever. You're headed to you're headed to Washington, um, and it's literally nothing special to like, solve problems all. that do not exist. Yeah. Um. So she after the uh after she won and like she was on the the stop the steal. She didn't believe in um. Uh, of course she didn't. Right. The election results. Whatever. Um. So because Q told her not I, to. Right. I think it'd be funny just one time if these conspiracy theories like they heard a conspiracy and they're just like, I don't buy that one. Just like choose one <laughs> to be like, yeah, that, that's a bridge nah, too far for me. Right. I would be interested in which one that was. So shortly after she uh that she's talking shit to Nancy Pelosi who because she doesn't understand how government works. Um she is off to Washington. Uh, all of these videos now ha- have been circulating. I, you know, we now every now everything's coming to light as far as everything we have heard thus far. Um, so, not unpredictably and not unreasonably, uh, people are people are upset about the fact that she is in Washington. And so you could expect. Tonight calls for Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene to resign only days after being sworn in. 
The Republican firebrand is trying to get Joe Biden impeached, but it's her past comments on school shootings that have prominent groups like Moms Demand Action calling on her to step down. Obviously, you could expect for calls of her resignation um, to happen. Obviously, obviously, too, she's not going to because like people with with as little shame as Marjorie Taylor Greene has, like you can't be shamed out of office. Well, You're not going to convince way. me I did something wrong. I was chasing down a, a shooting survivor and 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 confronting uh, a child and confronting a child and confronting Muslims about their religion because of my fucked version. Of, the words of "listen up, Muhammad" like, actually came out of my fucking mouth. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and the yeah. and the right likes to bash AOC. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. I and also just in comparison. Like, yeah. What is going on here? Yeah. yeah. And, that, and like, the same way that Brandon, like the people here are calling for her to resign. She's not going to do it. Just in the same way that she called on Nancy Pelosi to resign. It's a stunt. We know it. Yeah. You're not going to fucking leave. It's all. Quit it's, saying it. It's all a stunt. Um. It, it, now, like, I don't. It's not all a stunt as far as like what we've covered so far. A lot of these are her beliefs. They're, they're, they're not stunts, but she is pulling shit along the way. One thing that really upsets me is that like i understand that she's not gonna step down so and and most of us understood that she wasn't gonna step down so the calls changed then first of all kevin mccarthy who will be the subject of his own episode at some point is a fuck for after after all of this is coming to light after all of these videos are resurfacing and the tweets and the facebook posts and all of this shit for him to have assigned her Two committee positions is insane. And for her to be not only assigned two committee, like, she is not a person. The Republicans should have been running the fuck away from her. As soon as all of this came to light. The best part lies in what committees she was on. The education committee. Oh, my God. Uh. Like, this woman is chasing down shooting victims. And, and, uh, like, I just, I think There's going to be conspiracy theories in Georgian history books. Right. I think that, that that Kevin McCarthy is an asshole and 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 somebody who who really has no integrity. They're, they're, like the did fi- you you when you have somebody, even though the people voted for her, when you have somebody put in a in sent to Washington, your responsibility as the as the leader of the party is to be like, we really want to silence her. Let's just put her in a seat, not let her talk. Like don't put her on committees. Don't put her in leadership roles. Right. That's ridiculous. I don't think someone who just got elected should be on a committee anyway. Like maybe a little more experience before yeah, you right. out. So unsurprised. Did, did you pull the clips of him in uh the the state the the applause she got for like a distance her, herself I, from Q? I did. That was the saddest fucking right. thing I've seen. So so I I've pulled this clip from from because obviously he he started he became the focus of attention um for a little while like dude what are you fucking doing why did you put her on committees and i think it it's a huge statement on his character the way he completely bitched out of of his explanation um he he basically said yeah we're gonna sit down and have a talk with her right and it was a behind closed doors uh she hadn't made a statement yet at this point like why wasn't that talk head pre-committing assignments right yeah um and and so after his his sit down with her he was asked by the media how did that go and uh and what do you plan to do 
ab- about her and these committee assignments. And, uh, like, dude, you're a weasel. Well, see, that's not true. I did. We were, we were willing to remove her from Ed and Labor. And when Stinney Hoyer had called me, he said that was the complaint they had. Going, and I want to be very clear, we denounce anything that we've seen that was said in that past from anything with QAnon has no place in our party. And Marjorie Greene actually said that inside our conference today. She said it before, but she said from the shootings and everywhere else. And if that gave people problems, she's a small business owner. So we'd say budget and small business. I was more than willing to do that. The conference was willing to do that. And Steny Hoyer and the Democrats said no. They're going to judge her on things that were said that she has now denounced before she was ever a member of Congress. I just wonder if they take that same standard. Are, are they going to leave Swalwell on Homeland Security and on Intel? You know, the Speaker has that appointment. She and I were both down in the skiff, and we heard what the FBI report was. No way would I ever leave him on Intel nor Homeland. I'd question whether he should still be a member of Congress. And then you're going to look at Maxine Waters as a chair of what she incited? There are so many. I wonder if they put that same standard as someone else. Because never in the history of Congress has people been deciding where other parties are putting people you on You sack of shit. Like, how dare you, like, flip this what about what, what she, about Maxine Waters? What about what this she, person? What, what Marjorie them? Taylor Greene has said, and and all of the shit that that has come out, it's not it, something it, you just apologize over because she no. still believes it. And he wrote she fucking believes he it. He wrote her story. He went out before she went out into the media and said anything. And he said, "Look, like she's disposed all this, like blah 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 blah." Uh, he's writing her talking points now go out there and repeat what i said fuck you dude like Which that's is, it's possibly true it could be that she doesn't ever she doesn't believe any of the things she said it's all been opportunism it's In just been a way she's a fraud and it yeah it yeah. could be that thing and it could have been they went to her behind closed doors and be like look trump got away with this you won't you got to tone it down, but now you're in the you you made it here. You're in the grift. You you can like start you know getting lobbyist money. Yeah, and she was just like cool, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just like, I, it'll depend on what she does now. Is she still? Can, but like someone who embraces nine eleven trutherism, birtherism, um, every conspiracy, school shooting, false flags, right? Literally everything. everything JFK yeah. or not JFK, but. Uh, who who was which one was the Kennedy that died? I don't know. Probably conspir- Junior. Probably conspiracies or, uh, with every Kennedy. Yeah. Um, you know, like just dude. There's no way she doesn't actually like that. Is her mind? She. she I'm sure part of her believes this. She is. She is. Neo Jeff Sessions, like right, like if Jeff Sessions like bought into the conspiracy, was like Karen? She's yeah. Exactly, because like she's one hundred percent of the racism of Jeff Sessions, and then just like completely batshit nuts, like um, and like again, I, to to follow up on an earlier point, like I believe that she believes memes. When she reads memes, that is how she gets her information, <laughs> and just like check that block for today, right. Um, not so, gonna fact check this. Well, at all. it has a line of inf- or a line of text on the top and the bottom, so they got to be saying <laughs> something, guys. So, With a picture that clearly aligns my beliefs. Right after Kevin McCarthy basically uh, telegraphed that he wasn't gonna do anything about it other than go in a behind the behind doors 
uh, meeting and shake his finger at her, um, Democrats pretty much signaled that, like, okay, well, we're going to have a vote to remove her from her committees then because the fact that she was there in the first place is dumb as shit, and it is dumb as shit. Um, And so before that happened, I... What and again, I here's me projecting that like I believe that Kevin McCarthy paved the way in that in that last clip um, to be like, look, she's better now. Now and he said, which it's not in that clip that I pulled, but he went on to say that like I wish she would come out and say the same things too. And the next day she did try to uh, explain away the cue, I guess. And then I started seeing things in the news that didn't make sense to me, like Russian collusion, which are conspiracy theories also and have been proven so. Ooh, that's a Hannity These move. These things bothered me yeah. deeply, and I realized. Just watching CNN or Fox News, I may not find the truth. And so what I did is I started looking up things on the Internet, asking questions like most people do every day. Use Google. And I stumbled across something, and this was at the end of 2017, called QAnon. Well, these posts were mainly about this Russian collusion information. A lot of it was some of what I would see on the news at night. And I got very interested in it. So I posted about it on Facebook. I read about it. I talked about it. I asked questions about it. And then more information came from it. But you see, here's the problem. Throughout 2018, because I was upset about things and didn't trust the government, really, because the people here weren't doing the things that I thought they should be doing for us, the things that I just told you I cared about. And I want you to know, a lot of Americans don't trust our government, and that's sad. The problem because with that is, like though, is I was allowed bullshit. to believe things that weren't 100%. true, and I would ask questions, questions about them and talk about them. And that is absolutely what I regret. Because if it weren't for the Facebook post and, and comments that I liked in 2018, I wouldn't be standing here today, and you couldn't point a finger and accuse me of anything wrong because I've lived a very good life that I'm proud of, my family's proud of, my husband's proud of, my children are proud of, and my, that's what my district elected me for. So in 20, later in 2018, when I started finding misinformation, lies, things that were not true in these QAnon posts, I stopped believing it. And I want to tell you, any source, and I say this to everyone, any source of information that is a mix of truth and a mix of lies is dangerous no matter what it is saying, what party it is helping, anything or any country it's about. It's dangerous. I think there's two really— What, what about the entire campaign trail where you were still on the side of the conspiracy theory? Yeah. yeah. I think there's two, two really telling— uh, statements in there. One that I the she doesn't she never takes responsibility for. Oh no, it's thing, Facebook's fault. Yeah, the things that I was yeah. allowed to believe, and she also a huge tell there is that she says I like the things the thing that she regrets is making it public. I regret posting like pressing the light like button because if i didn't you wouldn't be able to point the finger at me not that i believe That's something that huge, wasn't man. true i literally believe that democrats were raping and eating children right and, and that's not what i'm upset about i'm upset that you're able to use this against me yep yeah that's yeah that's, that's pathetic that's, that's trash very very um so as you could imagine 
she was the the house voted and the democrats without very much republican help 11 republicans I, crossed the line but they didn't also ask though like her. so now that she's come out against q which is like well good luck because now you're an enemy to q that's how it works you can't ask is my, it, go ask mike pence is it though because maybe because now she either has to continue to cater to q or just to hope that she can just continue to get reelected in a very deeply red state without anybody running against Fair her. Fair enough, but like Q, Q exists on this. Trump is the deity thing. So as yeah, long but as she not, stays, you, you, you can't come out and talk badly about Q. That's where it's like I don't know. I think Donald Trump could. I think Donald Trump could come out. And well, be Donald, like, yeah, but Donald Trump could literally do anything. I, I, I maybe and maybe that. she has the same Teflon. He had to say that. Well, Are right. they going to say the same thing about her? I don't, she just had to say that? I don't know. It depends on how close he stays to her. Yeah. If he keeps, like, because he did endorse her. And, like, if he, which is a funny one, because we, we always talk off the mics about how his endorsement didn't really mean anything because he had, like, a 50-50 record. Yeah. Well, like, how pathetic of him to to endorse somebody who was running unopposed. Like, yeah. you just add, add this one to the batting <laughs> average. You the fucker. Win. <laughs> have my stats. <laughs> right. Um, but I think gonna, she did I'm come up. hit this hanging breaking ball. Yeah. yeah. More so than, like, than, uh, than other people was that Kevin McCarthy who said, like, I don't even know what Q is. Like, or yeah. someone who came out recently and said that, like, she denounced them and, like, oh, I used to believe in it, and then I saw they were lying, so I don't believe in it anymore. It is possible that, that, that they turn against her. And then it is possible that she'll still flirt with them because, like, they're her ardent fan base. Honestly, they're the reason they she also, got I, I hope they do turn on her. I hope that's th- the quickest way to get her not reelected. Well, it's going to happen to right. every one of these people Although, when you're part of the conspiracy. Like, I think, though, she could be in a position because of, the like, because they're running, the right wing is running with this whole, oh, we're being censored, we're being, like, this is cancel culture, you're canceled canceling her because of shit and there's another thing that i didn't point out in the mccarthy clip that i think is important to her story when mccarthy says that she disavowed comments that she made before she was elected we're talking about 2018 we're not talking about like 15 years ago 20 years ago 30 years ago like if you bring up something biden said in 79 i believe that somebody's heart and mind can change in 40 years she mentioned conspiracy theories in her victory speech right yeah so you know, like every one of like, her ads was I just about don't... a conspiracy theory. That is her whole campaign. Yeah, to disavow that and to be like, "Oh, that was all tra- like rubbish." You're throwing out all of your ideals. Yeah, you the said only other, not even six months ago. The only other thing you have as a personality, as a politician now, is that you like guns. Yeah, that's it, and that you don't like Muslims and black people, and presumably apparently. you like businesses because you're a business owner, I guess. Yeah, but like every politician likes business. That. Yeah. Unless they're big, so, then they hate it. Right. So here's my last clip for uh, the for the episode. Um, the after she is is removed from her committees by um, almost partisan vote. There were eleven. Uh, there were there were eleven House Republicans that crossed the aisle and voted to remove her from her committees. Also, she gave a speech the following day. Um, or I guess later in the day, because they, they voted early in the morning, and she came out later that morning, I believe is how it went. I also want you to know that free speech matters. Free speech really matters. And yesterday, when the Democrats and 11 of my Republican colleagues decided to strip me of my committee assignments, Education and Labor and the Budget Committee, you know what they did? They actually stripped my district of their voice 
They stripped no, my they voters. Didn't you're still there? Having yeah, representation you can vote. to work for them for the budget. A successful business owner that knows how to make a profit, not a loss. That's what my district voted for me for. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you're still there. Your you, district you, didn't you vote st- you into the committees. They voted no. you into not not office. at all. Just and you're up. appointed. Oh yeah. yeah, but don't don't stand on the free speech podium. Right. Don't do it because you are in fact allowed to say whatever you want to say. Yeah, and we're allowed until, to react until you were a elected member. Well, of the United States Congress. You can still say whatever. Like you can say that, we're and gonna, then we'll react. We're going to gonna react to it. Yep, one hundred percent. And we the reaction did. is probably not going to be so what you she, want. And so good she, for you. You actually, alienated yourself from everyone. Did she actually like, get removed from her committees before she got to do anything on those committees? Yes. Yeah, that is fucking do, great. I think before they even like she, she had convened. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even think, think they, yeah. she she got to see it, sit for any like committee meetings. Yeah. She, uh, she didn't even get to put it on her LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> so i uh, i don't know man um that's that's what i've got on her what do you what do you like how do you want to classify her um oh speaking of which i should say that i've kind of uh i want to kind of change them because in the last episode uh i feel like i feel like if we classify somebody as un-american then like that's too broad like we're probably going to be making the the argument I would hope that they, if they're, uh, if they're, yeah, if they're uh, a profile on this show, they're probably right. American. So let me give you some new classifications, and we can debate where where uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene um, fits. We'll stick with fraud because, like, I, I think that that is a that's a good tier to have that self explanatory. Somebody that's in it for themselves, right? I think that treasonist is somebody that is is is, is turning flipping on the country actively trying to undermine america and then i would say that like uh, that for our description of fascist um which would which would probably be the most severe tier um just somebody with like no respect for any of the ideals of democracy or uh, america or the way uh the the rule of law or the system um like i would say that I don't think it's hard to argue that Donald Trump is like a fascist, somebody who like attacked democracy, sent a mob to the Capitol to overthrow the election. Was results. okay with a totalitarian rule as right. long as it's him. As long as it's him. That's yeah. that's fucking fascism. Um, so I think those are our three tiers, though, because fraud, treasonous, fascist. Yeah, yeah. Um, so where do you think that she fits in to this? She's definitely a fraud. It's hard. It's hard to classify her because she dabbles in all three of them. Yeah, I would. I'm. She, she, she's a fascist to anyone not white Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Is she? I mean, I would say treason is hundred percent. I'm trying to think if I would actually call her a fascist. I think I would though. She couches it in so much uh, stupidity. Well, she's and, and, dumb. She's ignorant. So, yeah. like, she may just be. She might be duped into fascism. But, like, I think you could make the argument because, like, she doesn't recognize. She doesn't recognize. I don't think she's. I don't think she's full blown fascist because she's not military. Right. She doesn't have yeah. like a plan. Correct. But she definitely is more than a fraud. Um, so, like, she's got to be in that line somewhere between, like, maybe she's just a traitor if we don't want to go full treasonous. Yeah, um, I mean, she wants to. I mean, at one point she supported locking up half of our politicians on fake 
pedophile charges. So. Right. She also doesn't recognize inequality uh, as a problem as far or as, reality. Right. She also has uh, has disdain for people with different religious identities than her. Yeah. Um, so, like, she is definitely fascism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I don't know if she's a full blown fascist, but man, does she have one foot in that water? We're we're gonna we're gonna give it to her. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, oh, we, okay, we've got a, a fascist. <laughs> so we got a fascist, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that's gonna be it. So uh, that'll bring us to the end of another episode. Um, the world's dumbest fascist. Yeah, we will be back next week. Um, but before we go, Jim, will you please tell the people how they can find us? We have a Facebook page and we can be found on Twitter at real unamerican and also our individual handles are at unamerican b at fevered heart and at american actual j. Thank you very much, Jim. Um, Franklin, can you please tell them what to do? Uh, you can follow us, like, subscribe, share and review. Episodes are available uh, weekly and of course bonus content is available over at patreon.com forward slash unamerican awesome thank you very uh, a handle i still can't believe they let us get away with <laughs> yeah i kind of i'm kind of surprised it kind of seems like we're funding a caliphate or something <laughs> over here they didn't they didn't want to let us do it with emails so i don't know we, if that's because they we all have taken. beards this is gonna get weird <laughs> right it is um all right thank you both very much and thank you to our listeners we will return next week um but before we go our dishonorable mentions for the week are uh, Mike Bost from Illinois, Mo Brooks from Alabama, Ted Budd from North Carolina, Tim, Tim Burchett from Tennessee, and Michael Burgess of Texas. Um, and, of course, your homework, uh, if you live in those states, is to make sure that those guys and gals, I don't know if I said any gals this time, uh, end up in a future unemployment line. Un-American is a Feverheart production. It is hosted by Brandon Condick, Franklin Everhart, and Jim Hillman. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. Contact us at unamericanpod at yahoo.com. And be sure to support us on Patreon for exclusive bonus content.